Hello, and welcome to our podcast, The Magical Holistic Healing Arts, where we interview different practitioners from many modalities to share greater ways to find beauty, health, and vitality of our sacred vessel. We are also proud distributors of Kangen Water, the life-changing elixir to our life. And Kangen means original state, so this water helps us achieve homeostasis in our body by hydrating us with molecular hydrogen, which is the most abundant element in our universe, is hydrogen. And Kangen water mimics the molecular makeup of nature. So if you're looking to get healthy, if you're looking to be vibrant, Kangen water is your answer and check the links out down below. Today we have Diana Pereira and she is an XPT and Feldenkrais coach. And we're gonna just let her take it from here and ask Diana, what is your magical art? Hello everyone and hello Lynn and Erica. First, I wanna say thank you so much for having me here. I feel so honored and grateful to be part of this conversation and this community. And my magical art or healing art, I feel is a combination of disciplines to bring our bodies, minds, and hearts into coherence. Mm -hmm. And I can talk about th that in detail. If that's a mouthful that is hard to really uh, decode. Uh, by integrating certain disciplines I've studied throughout my life, I've come to um, a powerful blend of disciplines that allow you to put the, the rhythms of your heart the thoughts and thinking processes of your mind and the, the movements and feelings and sensations of your body into alignment. And what I've noticed by doing this is that people get themselves out of pain into more joy and peace and also more aligned with their purpose and mission in life, which brings a um, full different state of uh, brain coherence, which, you know, it's an antidote for depression, anxiety, and most importantly, to live a life of fulfillment. I love that. And I have been blessed to um, go and get some sessions from Diana. And so why don't you like clear in how you would, um, you know, work with a client and what you would do? Because I know for me, even just how I stand in my body and move my body or reset my physical being has been powerfully like awakened and um, shifted just from the few times that I got that felt in Christ. Yeah, so that's a perfect example of what I was just saying. And in your case, you have noticed because you are interested in knowing yourself that your body was out of this which I call alignment or coherence. Some people come and they have chronic pain. Some people come and they have severe depression or they've been lingering with trauma from their childhood or even something that they can't even remember that is probably from prior, uh, some, some would say prior lives. So um, what we do is first of all, sit down or in this case, talk on the phone or, or have a private um, conference call video call and meet you where you are, which means what do you know about what brings you here? And sometimes you don't know <laughs> what you need or you don't know that you don't, what you don't know and it's okay. And, and typically it comes along with some symptoms 
right? So you don't know what you want to work with, but you know what is keeping you um, behind of that level of joy or painless life that you want to have. And I tell you, the human experience is varied and so beautiful because sometimes it's somebody that just wants to lift their grandkid without pain, right? To, to hold on to a, a hobby that they love, that brings them joy, that they can no longer do because of body limitations. Sometimes it's a lack of sleep, inability to fall asleep or stay asleep. Sometimes it's um, disconnect with purpose and meaning. And right now I notice that a lot of the clients that are more attracted to me and, and that I love, I'm passionate working with are, are later in life, maybe say uh, 55 and up. And they have kids that are either graduated college and are living on their own or are in college so they left the nest and they find themselves what is my purpose what am i doing right so this is the important piece here is understanding that it's perfect to know exactly where you are and find what is that out of balance that you can identify and or i can help you identify from a therapist's point of view to bring that back into coherence it could be that you have looping thoughts that create anxiety and stress and, and are taking you away from your fullest joy. Make sense? Yes. Totally okay, so the first, the first piece then would be to, to sit down and, and have a conversation. And after identifying where is that area where you feel out of balance or you feel you would like to bring more into alignment or coherence is to create specific tools around that and that program is very individualized it's catered to you of course and it, it's a, usually a combination of feldenkrais which is my main um, healing arts that i've been practicing since 1995. i'm 45 years old and i started this when i was 20 so that's my main training uh, feldenkrais is done either one-on-one -on -one when we can do it without um, you know, the quarantine restrictions. And uh, right now I'm adapting and working with it with masks on and uh, outdoors. So that's done on the table, one-on-one. -on -one. And then also done in groups and the group classes have been now taken online. So I guide people with my voice. So you can either um, get some sessions, join a group class, that would be utilizing the Feldenkrais tools where awareness is the main piece and we can talk more about that if you're interested what makes Feldenkrais so powerful there's also a uh, body component too so Feldenkrais is mind and body but um, some people come and they feel like they're in pain and they're also out of strength or out of bone density or they need to improve their cardiovascular systems so that's when my XPT training comes in really handy and I integrate that uh, for only like a couple of years, but I find it so powerful and very complimentary. XPT trains your body into breathing better, moving better, and recovering from training better. So sometimes we will address the body component or body center with getting you into a strength training program or creating uh, breathing exercises so you breathe to full capacity. 
in these times that is very popular a lot of people are coming to me for improving their breathing in different ways and um, finally i feel that some people need maybe at a later time because it's a lot to handle uh, at the beginning but to introduce a little meditation or stillness practice in their lives and it doesn't have to be sitting sometimes it's walking sometimes it's um, eating sometimes is uh, lying down, but just to add that third component of um, really listening to your heart and what is the, the voice that you hear there and what can you act on based on what you're listening to, yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and that listening comes, it becomes available when you become still. But of course you cannot become still first if your mind is rambling and, and looping or if your body's in pain because it's very distracting, right? So sometimes we address the body first, the mind, and bring all that into coherence with your heart or some people call it your spirit. So then you feel that you can be at ease without pain, without ramping, ramping anxiety, and really take care of your heart's needs. I love um, how you are piecing through it because it's really beautiful. Um, and what I'd love you to talk about is the Feldenkrais because people aren't aware of it. And I think for me, I was organic flower grower, very active, um, physical. And what's shocking to me is that such simple kind of movements could really support me being able to move at larger places, like with the XPT or the weight train, whatever all that strength is but that the simpleness really was mind-blowing of how my body reset. Yeah, Feldenkrais, I think it's a combination of having a difficult name, which is the creator's last name. So it's not a word that somebody made intentionally to describe what the work is about. And also because it's highly experiential, so it's hard to talk about it. You must feel it first to know what what it can do. In a nutshell, what it does is to combine the power of your brain to create growth and change. That's called neuroplasticity. It's your brain's ability to keep regenerating, creating new neurons, new cells, and connections between them, and your capacity for paying attention, right? Which we all have, though we are getting more and more distracted, um, sometimes with access to technology or to the many demands of life. What Feldenkrais discovered, and this is back in 1920s, 30s, when you put together paying attention to specific movements that capture your brain's interest, that neuroplasticity happens. Yeah? So um, how to use that? Okay, you may pay attention sometimes or notice that you're in pain when you sit or when you're gardening or something is out of, I call coherence, but he didn't use that word. He used the word uh, potency. So you don't feel as powerful. You don't feel as flexible. You feel that you're tight or you're in pain. And habitually, your body will do the same thing in one way, the same way over and over again. So that is creating that initial neural pathway that probably was not the same when you were Erica's age or my children's age. It was more functional, more efficient. But over time, you develop certain habits and they become almost invisible. Once they are in, 
say you hold your phone on the right ear so your neck is always tight you don't notice it just becomes unconscious so first of all feeling grace brings attention to the habits and you become aware oh i always take my hand i always sleep on this side of my shoulders and then my shoulder pain may develop i always um, brush my hair with the right hand and cook with the right hand and garden with the right hand and lift my bags with the right hand no wonder there might be some wear and tear on the right side of my shoulder collarbone elbow okay so you identify the habit and then my lovely i guess um adaptation of this or he encouraged all practitioners to make it our own so you can add your own style I love to, when I notice the habit, be really kind, loving, and compassionate with the habits because don't we all beat ourselves up more than we need, right? Mm -hmm. So then you appreciate your habit. You realize, wow, it got me this far. I made it to 20 years of my life doing this, and now I have arthritis or pain or discomfort, or I can't reach any further, or I stopped running, or I stopped jumping, or whatever it is that you notice the limitation and then you see, oh, look at the habit. And then you go about unlearning that. And that is the most fun piece. And that's when you go to the table or you go to the group class and you work on unlearning, meaning disconnecting those two neurons that only do it one way and showing them there's two, three, four ways of doing the same thing. And this is brilliant Feldenkrais discovery. This means that you can find three ways at least to do everything. Yeah? And some of it feels really unfamiliar. If I ask you to put your lotion with the left hand, you may not like this sensation. Something simple you can do right now with me. Cross your fingers and notice which finger is at top, which index. Yeah, and close your eyes, just feel how that feels. It's probably very familiar. You've done it many, many times. <laughs> Now uncross your hands and put the other finger on top. <laughs> and just feel, your brain goes, what? <laughs> right? Yeah. Cross your arms, same thing. You, you usually have one arm on top. It's like, this is me, this is my posture. We do that for absolutely everything, girls. We do it for all the habits. Now put the other arm on top. You probably don't even know how to do it. <laughs> what? Right? So that is the same for pretty much anything. Walking, sitting, um, using tools. We he call it function. Any human function can be in the same way observed, unlearned, and relearned in a way that gives you the most powerful superpower I think we have, which is choice. And once you have choice, you can do anything you want with it. And that's where I take it into the emotional realm and the spiritual realm because you're only used to thinking about your mother-in-law in one way. And it's one way and you're looping around it about a trauma that happened to you in your life in one way, about a future issue that is creating anxiety in one way. So in a way, we are prisoners of that binary or polarized way of seeing life when there's not only black and white there's a whole spectrum of choice yeah so then feeling grace really engages your attention to the habit deconstructing the habit creating more choice and then um, 
getting used to practicing it enough that it becomes the new connections internally in the brain. So then it, they become also possible. So you're not only going to the habitual way, I always get up from the bed on the right side. I always brush my teeth with the right hand. I always, uh, you know, whatever it is that you can take, take on the new habit, make it yours, and not only keep learning until the very last day of your life, but get that new feeling that you are talking about, about each, uh, after each session, you felt like a new you. You felt a different state. And that's what is happening. Your brain is relearning, just like in uh, childhood or infancy. And you, you get more of that energy and more of that um, new sense of possibility. Yeah, that's really incredible. I love that. And what, what I've been practicing is picking fruits or vegetables or produce at the store with my left hand because it is connected to my heart more. And so um, just adding that to my life in the ways that you're talking is really interesting that it does add that energy, that um, new perspective and kind of like a nice vibrancy to your life that's different because you're doing something different that's you've always done though so i love that a huge uh a huge more um what's the word i'm looking for it could take on a big bigger level when you think about it it's not just between uh, that's a great start of course and you're doing it on your own because you're evolving we're constantly evolving so unless we get in our own way you will come up with these ways to continue to grow um, and let your brain expand and not become smaller have you noticed that as we age some people shrink and they become smaller and they stop doing things and they stop running and jumping and going up the stairs and right so we we we, we get into the smaller and smaller box and that is our an image of what the brain is doing the brain is decaying the skin is decaying everything is is, is shrinking so with this sense of new growth comes a new sense of more energy and more expansion and it's natural that if you don't get in your own way, you will keep growing until you pass on to your next life form, okay? But um, just think about it in the sense of using your whole body as well. So not only using the left side if you're right hand dominant, but also uh, I could teach you how to lift or, or reach using your feet and your, your legs to make the hands more powerful. It's the same idea. Our bodies are a whole spectrum of possibility and we are the ones that put things in little boxes. So you're thinking, oh, I'm lifting, I'm gonna use my arm. Well, guess what? That joint after a little while, it's gonna wear and tear because it's taking the weight and the effort of reaching and pulling and lifting on its own. But your body is designed to work all together as a big structure, as an organism, as a system. Right, so you begin to use more of your ribs and then more of your hips, and before you know it, that work is distributed through your whole body, and it doesn't wear and tear any particular joint. It's actually getting more powerful, and it lasts longer. So you don't need to stop uh, activity because you're aging. I think that's why I'm so excited about working with people that are a little older because they really—it's hard to see when you're in your 20s that your body is decaying. You still feel very strong and very powerful. After 45, 50, you notice there's some deterioration taking place and you can do something about it. And that empowerment is where I find my passion. That's why I can't stop talking about it. I could be here all day. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, it's so awesome because it's also about a now experience. Mm -hmm. It's about really, you know, you get energy from doing things differently, but you also get energy because you're, it's a new experience when you're doing regular things. So you're much more present if you're, you know, moving your body in different ways or in different patterns um, as well. Because I know for me, I learned a lot about my feet and my hips and how I walked and it continually unfolds this new sense of, like you said, power and energy that our legs have a lot of strength that we're using our upper body for strength and it's already designed from the way our body is and it it's a magnificent I think everyone should do some classes and sessions because you really have a different um connect to your body and what mm -hmm. it's doing mm -hmm. yeah you mentioned two great things there one is uh, being present so Earlier, I just dropped in the word awareness, which is for me the key word. And I wish it had a little more uh, exposure and people were more familiar with that, what that means, awareness, because it means consciousness, right? It means noticing. So when you're aware of, say, I don't breathe when I'm eating, scarfing, binging, <laughs> oh man, the moment I put the piece of awareness in there and say, next time you eat, Notice if you can take a few conscious breaths through your nose. It'll change your experience of the food. It'll change your digestion. It'll change your evacuation. It'll change everything. And most importantly, it will bring your presence, boom, into the moment. So awareness is impossible if you're in the past or if you're in the future. Awareness becomes possible when you're in the present moment. The present moment is the greatest gift. That's why present and gift mean the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, Feldenkrais Grace is called awareness through movement. That's the main name for the work in uh, group class. And it's because we use movement to become aware. We use movement to notice and bring consciousness into moment by moment action. And, and that's when the choice becomes possible. The other thing you mentioned that I love is, is the power that comes from using your body to full potential. The tagline in my uh, name and brand is uh, move to your full potential because of that same reason. Because I know that as you begin to integrate these tools, for you, maybe noticing your whole body as one. For you, Erica, maybe finding stillness and single tasking because you're so good at doing 45 things at once like all this new generation is, which is brilliant but then the piece of stillness is lacking. The balance is off because if you're anything like my children, it's hard to stay still and not be bored, right? I'm not saying you, I'm just saying you as an example of millennials that are so good at multitasking, they forgot how to single task and be present, right? So whatever pieces that you can bring back into alignment, you feel this power. And the power comes from noticing that you're closer to using your full potential, which feels extremely good. It's almost like drinking your beautiful water or, or having a, a nourishing home, homemade meal or going out for a walk in nature. Some of these things just feel right. And then you want more of them. And this is why um, I know that I have work for life because if I succeed at bringing people back into their power, you'll always come back. 
I don't want to have one client for 50 years. I want to have teach people these tools and have them be empowered because I know that everybody at some point will want that and you will want to do it again and again. That's, that's a beautiful mission right there to empower everybody to their full potential. I love that. Well, and I think, you know, we're in a workout society and we don't quite understand body mechanics. It's kind of like digestion. People don't understand their digestion and that chewing your food is really important because your saliva is your most powerful thing. And in a, also a culture where working out and moving and biking and spinning, when we have those patterns that aren't working for our body, or like you said, she's 20, she can do whatever she needs to, but over the course of time, it's the dynamics of just our, our being mm -hmm. that is yeah. unlearned, even as your breath. You know, these are really simple mechanics of how our body works that we just never learned. Yeah, just take breath, for example. That's a great example. We breathe automatically. We have nothing to worry about. And yet, we might be using 5-10% of our lung capacity. Or breathing through our mouths when breathing through the nose is more efficient and we create a whole difference in your level of weight gain and sleep disorders and so much research supports nose breathing so it's it's almost like i feel sometimes frustrated that we've given this beautiful body we've given this powerful mind and this very powerful created heart center and and we are working with uh, let's say we have uh, what is like a great great car right like you have a porsche you've been given a porsche but you you think of yourself as a little beetle right, as a, as a small car that only goes that far and it's not that great looking and I don't know if I want that car, right? But you, have, you are built for power and, and, and speed and, and quiet and, and uh, the genius, right, of your mind is, is huge. So I'm a big fan of making an impact by reminding you of your own power, but then teaching you how to fish. Right, because I'm not just about empowering quotes and inspiration. Uh, I think if I don't follow that with this is how, try this on for 15 days, 30 days, and, and notice the difference. Track your progress. Be empowered by your own um, results that you could measure. And then you know, oh, I got this. I can do this. Yeah, well, what else is possible? And it kind of ties it all into how the macro and the micro of like, our bodies are all interconnected. We, our body is its own planet, its own world, its own genius, as you said. And that's something we've also lost touch in, I would say, as a collective that we are all connected, not just to each other, but our cells and our, you know, movements and our mind and our breath. And um, yeah, I just love all the little tips you've gave, given us this episode mm -hmm. to really be more aware in our everyday movements in our breath and how incredible that can transform your life just by doing simple little things like it doesn't take a lot um so yeah absolutely that's key right then and there beautiful and beautifully said it's a it's a accumulation of little steps there's not huge one tipping point and then you feel transformed and i'm a superhero it's more about the little steps that you consciously intentionally right and uh, consistently 
take. That's why I like to imagine this coherence because coherence, I, I feel, it could be like you playing a, a chord. I play the piano. So when you play a dissonant chord, it's a nice chord, but it doesn't feel the same. When you play a, a harmonic chord, ah, right? When you, when you eat something that is too salty or is too sweet, you go, mmm. But when you eat something that is balanced for you, which is different than for me and for your, for your listeners, each of us has a different level of what is coherent and harmonic for you, what is balanced for you. But when you find it, it's like, ah, right? So that's the sensation you follow day by day when you're taking these baby steps. And, and noticing what takes you out of there and how can you get yourself back there, right? So that going back to the beginning of my long talk about how to bring yourself back into alignment and noticing what is the habit that is not serving you anymore. Could be a mental habit, could be a feeling habit, emotional, could be your body habit. And can you let go of that as a survival mechanism? It helps you to get here. It's great. Love it. Can we choose a different one and add it to the repertoire as if you had a huge toolbox and that's one tool that if you need it tomorrow to get out of danger, if the tiger comes in, it's great to know which side to roll out of the bed first, right? I'm not saying anything about habits. I'm saying, can you learn new ways that empower you to find that resonance, that coherence, that joy for being alive moment by moment? So then you trust the little steps. You're not looking for the one miracle cure or taking your body to somebody else to fix you because you are empowered with those little baby steps that you know that if you repeat them consistently day by day, they will work for you. And that is, that is what neuroplasticity is really, ladies, is, is uh, the repetition, like you learn a new language or a new musical instrument, the repetition creates that firing and wiring together of cells that... Um, become say a bridge that is indestructible after a while you know in the same way that is sometimes a habit that doesn't serve you becomes very hard to undo you can create new ones that do uh, carry on for a long time yeah yeah and you know also i love because it's about feeling good like so much stuff and spiritual and all this like pleasure and enjoyment is like over here and um, people aren't have a lot of feelings about pleasure and what it is and if we're allowed to have it. And it's as simple as, like you're saying, with your food or your movement or your power. It's not like I indulge and lay around all day. It's that I feel really aligned and connected and curious and movement forward in the presence. So it's a very, what you teach is a very simple way to access pleasure in a very simple way. And, you know, it's just feeling good in my body. Yeah, sensation, it's, um, it's something that is tricky because we've been, for one, hearing so much, no pain, no gain, uh, everything that is worth it, you have to work really hard for it, or it's going to take a long time, or... So sometimes it's feeling good is associated with, like you said, being lazy or being indulgent or, or, oh, wait, but world means suffering and pain. And it is true. But at, at the core of many teachings, be it 
from whatever I studied um, in terms of philosophy, let's say the, the Buddhists or the Taoists or be it powerful work such as the one that Byron Katie does with uh, self-inquiry where she goes to the, finds the same teaching through a very different process. At the core of it is that pain might be inevitable, right? You might here and there have pain of some sort, body pain, emotional pain, mental pain, but suffering is optional. Suffering sometimes it's around the beliefs that you have around something. It's about the addiction you have to those emotions that even though you don't want them, you're getting a kick out of, say, victimizing yourself or being attached to some trauma. Yeah, and they're releasing stress hormones into your body and you get addicted to it. So then you do bring yourself back to that emotion of over and over again, though it's not really serving you. Or could be um, a body uh, addiction of sorts or a body habit of sorts that has the same result. You're, you got to not do certain things because your shoulder hurts. Now here I'm getting into very delicate territory because mm -hmm. I'm saying some of the places we put ourselves in are taking life away from us, but we get a kick out of it somehow, you know? So then we, we continue, we perpetuate that. Because freedom would mean that we have to step into life and we have to be available for everything and we have to really show up to our best selves. So it's kind of scary. Yeah, I used to have this quote on my fridge a few years ago, am I afraid of failure or am I afraid of success? Because when you empower yourself this way, what's between you and your greatest gifts? Nothing. It's just you showing up to the world. Right, so then we realize, oh, suffering is optional. I'm suffering because that then I, then I don't have to show up. Or I'm suffering because then I get to so-and-so to do this for me or see me this way so I don't have to be my full self. And it's kind of tricky psychologically how that works, but it's one layer to, to address because, um, because here's the time, if anything, I believe in history, to really step up and to really show up with our greatest gifts and it's damn scary. But this is a chance where if, if no time that I can remember, the whole world was doing the same thing and now the whole world is doing the one thing. Yeah, so the energy is huge and we have to ride it like a huge wave. Yeah, so true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother rabbit hole we could get into, huh? <laughs> totally, but it's part of the conversation because really I'm not only interested in the surface and getting you out of pain. That's kind of okay. I see it on the cake. What is at the bottom? Because then if we don't go into the deep, you're going to do the, do the same thing again in five years, three years, two months, right? The pattern will come back. So we look at the root cause after we, we control everything, everything's back. You know how to get yourself back into alignment and then notice, oh, do I have a tendency? to believe these things happened to me in the past and I feel victimized all the time because then you're going to do it again. You're going to fall, you're going to injure, you're going to, you know, get into something that will put you back into that place because that's a safe place, right? So that's more uh, intense and it's, it's for advanced work, but it's also part of what's possible. And, and I'm really honored to bring these tools to people. It's not... Um, it's a calling. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of patience and uh, 
commitment, but I believe in you and I believe that it's possible. So we'll, we'll do the work together step by step. Yeah, I love that. And I, um, I also want you to mention that, you know, in our talk before that you're going to be trans, you know, what your, your, um, love is to support South America and where you're from and mm -hmm. maybe just say a moment about that before we close. Yes, thank you so much. That's a work in progress. I'm not uh, ready to announce anything on my website yet or put anything out there, but a few maybe teaser videos. It means that I would love to bring this work into my community of Spanish speakers. I was born in a small country in South America and Spanish is my native language. And for a few years now, I've been wanting to translate everything that I've learned and to bring this work and the teachers that have inspired me. So if I give you the list of mentors and teachers that nurture my work, it's, it's very long. And some of them are not translated or, or the information doesn't get as um, broadly as it gets in English to uh, South America and Mexico. So my dream and, and my work in progress is to bring all these tools into Spanish in the form of a podcast and a book and, and see how can I bring more tools um, to, to the Hispanic community. And mainly because I recognize, and again, here's looking into the deep work that is uncomfortable even to, to notice or talk about, but it's really at the cause, is that we have been oppressed for so many years, right? We have been colonized and a lot of our indigenous cultures completely disappeared. So I have the feeling, and, and uh, I know this is, this is a big piece here, that something in the way of colonizing a culture, uh, robs them of their way of believing in themselves and having full belief in their dreams and potential, right? Just think about it. If you want to colonize a country, you divide and conquer. You have them believe that they're not worthy. You, right? You put their, their traditions into the do not list and that's not okay and you burn their books and right so how are you going to believe in yourself and empower yourself if you're coming from 500 years of that so i have the hope that with connecting people with some of these belief systems and technologies and, and tools that i'm going to ignite their belief in themselves again and help them empower themselves and their families and their communities. And it's really about finding, for me, what is interesting is about finding who are the leaders in South America? Who are the people? I, I don't want to do this alone, but I want to light the fire and see who are the people that are interesting, interested in bringing this to the wider population. And maybe we get lucky and create a bigger movement, um, such as movements we're seeing in the States today where you know, something happens that catches people's imaginations and, and sense of power. And then it just, time does the rest because it just grows. So that's, that's my project for the next 10 years, I think. <laughs> wow, that's truly inspiring. You're making a empire or a legacy to leave behind for your 
those countries and it's so true it's so true i think you hit the nail on the head or whatever they say about empowerment for the those countries that have been colonized you know that's all over the world not just south america and um that's amazing i'm so excited for that for you well and i think it's beautiful to put it out there because yeah. when you put it out there then it can draw in the resources and for me it's such a gift to be bilingual um, a lot of Americans aren't, and so you have a whole nother segment and people you can help and support because of that. Yeah, see, this is what happens when you fall, when you dive deep into this work and you, you find your own ceiling and you say, okay, I've done this, this is great, I'm out of pain, I fell on the stairs two days ago, I'm good shape, you know, I can rehab myself, I can avoid injury, I can clear my mind of negative thinking I, I put my tools to use and then the glimpse comes to you of what what else is possible what are you gonna do how can you help more people how can you create a bigger impact and that's the joy it's not about making the money or um, getting into fame and success it's about how many lives can I transform in my lifetime how can I leave the world a better place I have a seven and a ten year old right so that is inspiring and then of course i get chicken shit because i fear what is that gonna take right what is what does that mean that i want to impact the whole of south america let's start with three countries to make it easier to do baby steps let's start with one country yeah and then it's the biggest gift when you feel that fear and you feel that excitement on the edge of the fear like uh, my favorite poet Rumi said, you jump in, my dear. You jump in and you sprout your wings on the way out. Yes, you are at the edge of the cliff and you know this is my next step and I need to take it because otherwise I'm gonna stay small in my, little, in my little box. But you have the tools to, to jump and know that you're gonna sprout your wings. So that's what we do. Oh, so lovely. Well, do you have any last words for our listeners today to end this episode, Diana? No, not really. Just say, find me online. Um, I'll leave you all my, my handles and, and where to find me and just connect. Be part of the movement and uh, move to your full potential together. It's really fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining oh, us so today. Fun. So fun. Thank you. Blessings. Great to be here with you. It is such a delight to have Diana on our episode today discussing Feldenkrais and XTP coaching. She really has found her niche in her style in helping others empower themselves in this life that we have right mm -hmm. now. <laughs> yeah, and it's really exciting all the different ways when it really, we talked about movement and alignment and breath and really get into the core issues and the fears and really um, what it is that makes us really want to breathe in life and experience it fully and be our best self and the fear and scare. Um, and how all these tools help us, because that's just part of being human, is for us to really want to expand but be afraid <laughs> and want to change. Yes, I agree. And learning all the tools in your tool belt, you know, just keep learning and growing as an individual. And she forgot to mention that she is on the Insight app, which is a meditation app or a breathing app 
So you can go check her out for free and listen to her lovely voice and energy there. All the links are down below to get in contact with her, to learn more about her magic, and to find her online as she is morphing her ways with this pandemic and um, not able to touch and practice as she's used to. So go check her out. Uh, all the links are below. And if you love this episode, share it with your friends, share it with your family, someone that might need a little extra help and empowerment, send it their way. Leave us a comment, a like, subscribe, whatever you feel called to, we would really appreciate it. And just stay vibrant, stay healthy, and be yourself out there in the world. And we'll see you next episode.